0: This episode of Watch Out for Fireballs is brought to you by Audible.com. You can get a free audiobook download if you go to audibletrial.com forward slash watchoutforfireballs. For listeners of this episode and fans of Fallout, I'd recommend A Canticle for Leibowitz" by Walter Miller. Um, well regarded, well known to be a, an inspiration for Fallout. Uh, there's a cut area called the Abbey in Fallout 2 that's pretty much entirely based on this book. Um, so go check it out for free by going to audibletrial.com forward slash watch out for fireballs. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs episode: an undead second favorite.
1: <laughs> and this week we are reading your responses to, uh, let's just say, the first half of Fallout 2 or maybe just in general kind of stuff. Yes.
0: yes. I'm, I'm hoping to get more responses uh-huh. um, from this so there's still time at the time we're recording this.
1: Yeah, we do, like, we're like we recording at a weird time too. So. Yes,
0: indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, as we, we went through Vault City um, last episode... Yeah. And uh yeah, so we're gonna start off with uh Zuds. <laughs> I didn't read that until now. It's been in front of my face, but um, Zuds. Yeah, the Zuds
1: Master. Of the of the Connecticut Zuds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Do you want to get us started with Zuds? Yes. Uh so Zud says via contact, I always felt like Fallout Two was a pretender to the throne. I discovered Fallout through a friend and played it for hundreds of hours in middle school and high school. To this day I could probably still play the optimal route to the watership hardened power armor, uh, water chip rather, hardened power armor, enhanced plasma rifle, and the master. Not bragging, just permanently embedded kid knowledge. I love that we're like pushing that into the vernacular. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I deeply love Fallout. For all that I love, I didn't complete another Fallout game until Fallout 3. Fallout 2 just feels forced to me. Mechanically, things have improved, and I like the and I like grampy Bone. But overall, <clears throat> nothing in the game grabs me. It's hard for me to put my finger on the specific deficit. There are more weapons, and I'm not sure a pipe gun uh, makes the experience better. There are story perks, but I've usually killed over half the geckos in the game before I can skin them. Healing powder is interesting, but lowering my perception when my when my survival so often relies on being able to shoot someone down is a really bad trade. Maybe it's just the added flavor. Maybe it's just that the added flavor ends up being poorly timed, uh, as rewards. I can't comment on the game as a whole, since I never got through it, but I feel like that's commentary enough, especially given my deep and abiding love for the first game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like I, so I, I've been, Fallout 1 is probably on the record as my favorite game. Um, and I, I love that game, but playing the second one has really, you know, awakened a love in the second one for me. Mm -hmm. And I've been trying to articulate you know, what I love about it versus the first one and what I find lacking in the third one, etc. And I think it really does come down to writing.
1: Yeah, Texture and Isn't voice, it? I think.
0: Yeah, because Fallout 1 has a better story. Like Fallout 1 is a, a self-contained, very neat story and it has the power of the first mm-hmm. to it. You know, oh, like we're introducing this world. You're trying to get the water chip. It's very economical.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but there is not as much voice to it. There's not as much detail in the world itself. Yeah. Um, the way that Fallout 2 kind of won me over, even though I recognize a lot of your points, is uh, you know one like a lot of those little detail things I actually really like. So the you know the fact that you get the gecko skinning, skinning perk after you fought most of the geckos, it's just kind of a side thing you can do. Um, I really like, but mostly it's just kind of that the like the voice to it, mm-hmm. like the the writing, the way that you interact with the characters. Um, There's so many just little examples of just really clever little bits of of dialogue and situations um, that really speak to me. Yeah. Um, well
1: so, Fallout, Fallout One is world build, world building in terms of like atmosphere, you mm-hmm. know, like it's you Fallout know, One definitely of, like, has former, a better
0: atmosphere, yeah,
1: far more desolate and everything. But Fallout Two like really succeeds in that it's. Uh, um, I feel like this this might be like wrap up stuff for next episode. So if I'm cannibalizing, I'm sorry, um, but you know, it's more like world building in terms of like this is how these societies work. It's these, it's these systems that are cropping up and the people who are either benefiting from or, um, are victims of whatever is happening inside of them. And that texture and that voice and kind of that, you know, again, embracing the social commentary that makes good sci-fi good. Um, you know, like so far for me, having not discovered the actual, like, full plot of it is Mm -hmm. really satisfying. Um what, that, that and just you know the idea that it is this kind of like shaggy dog kind of thing so far and that you have a MacGuffin that you're chasing after and you're just incidentally getting involved in bigger and bigger shit. Right. It has this Lebowski esque right. kind of thing. You know?
0: What it is is it's similar to the uh the best zombie movies, like Fallout mm-hmm. One, the menace is radiation and the monsters, mm-hmm. but Fallout Two, the menace is other people. Right. So, you know, the same way that the George Romero zombie movies, the reason why they're good is that, uh, you know, the zombies are never the threat. It's what people do to rebuild and survive in the face of them that is the danger. And that's what Fallout 2 is. Yeah. Is how are these people dealing with this danger and how is that dangerous and interesting? Yeah. Um, And that's just – that speaks to me a lot.
1: Yeah. You know, and and – that can be expanded out to any, like any kind of genre fiction too. Like, is this, is this just indulging in, 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 the genre or is it using that as a mirror for something else? Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Right. And, and there are elements, I don't want to say it's black and white. Like there are elements yeah. of the first one of how, even the, you know, the idea of the vaults and the idea of this kind of insular society and stuff, it you know does have a lot of speculative fiction power.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, but follow two just takes it a lot of different ways, you know, yeah. and comments on more. And, uh, You know, so I would encourage you, I mean, I, you know, do as you will, Zuds. Um, Zud's gonna Zud. But, uh, (laughs) the, the second half of Fallout 2, if you knew why things were happening in the world, I'd be interested to see what you thought of it. Mm -hmm. Because there is a a logic and a grand kind of uh, conspiracy plot behind everything. And I would be curious if you liked it or not. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't guarantee that you would. I like it a lot. Yeah, but uh, I think it's it's interesting and worth seeing at the very least.
1: Yeah, and you know, people can play favorites within a series too. Like, you know, uh, something that you think of as a stinker can just make you appreciate the one that you really like more. Yeah, you know, like my favorite is New Vegas. Like, yeah. like, like that is my favorite game in the series. Yeah. But like, I, like playing playing the rest of these is just cementing that in a way that gives like a that gives it a little bit more depth. Right. And there
0: and there are contextual elements that are going to help your appreciation of New Vegas.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, and and help you. So I mean, there there are still things that you have you know left to do in the game that will make you like New Vegas more.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and and that's a you kind of see it as the, as, as a grand whole. Like New Vegas, maybe I mean it's not my favorite, but it's probably my second favorite
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, of the four. And uh, playing this though, I can't divorce them from my mind. Like I can't see it as a standalone thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So even though you know I pick a favorite because that's kind of human nature to to choose one. Um, when you're presented with a group, um, they, they really do kind of function as a whole right. for me, and they, they all have their strengths. Like, I, you know, I talk a lot of shit about Fallout 3, even though I actually love that game and mm-hmm. had, you know, really tense moments being in the middle, you know, I think that does the wasteland feeling better than any game in the series. Right. You know, being in the middle of nowhere and being kind of in, in fucked mm-hmm. with no resources. I think that does that game, that, that feeling the best. Um, you know, but I, and also, I think it comes down to when it comes to art, like, I'm just a writing. Mm-hmm. Guy, like the things that people are saying are really important to me I want good dialogue um for my my entertainment mm-hmm. Maybe, like a dialogue over atmosphere guy I don't know but uh thank you for uh thank you yeah. for that and I would encourage you to give it a shot if you're ever yeah. like uh you know have some some extra time at least just do a speed run to the end and and see the rest of the story stuff
1: yeah. And and I apologize if any of my commentary came across as well. You're wrong, but you're you're not wrong. Like no, you're not
0: you're not wrong at all. Like I yeah. I I would just be interested to see what you thought because there is more to feeling like it's trying too hard. Like it's not trying too hard to no end. Like it it has a voice. It has like a something it's going for. You may not like what it's going for, but don't uh, don't assume that there's nothing there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, yeah. um, Will Will Owens from Backlog Killer um, RAP. And and yeah. and a, a very funny uh Twitter account, Skate yeah. or die with an eight. Um it's not actually RIP. RIP. Mm-hmm. Um I just it.
3: Yeah.
0: Um he says Hey guys, it's been a long time since I wrote in, but I just wanted to thank you so much for getting me to play Fallout Two again. If there's one thing I love about WAF, it's that you're constantly getting me to actually finish games I have started and quit midway numerous times. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, finishing Fallout 2 a few weeks ago was the only time I have actually completed the game since 1999 I would always get to Vault City and then run out of steam around Redding or Broken Hills everything I said in my letter last year about Fallout 1 carries over to this one and I have nothing more to add I just want to thank you for getting me to actually finish it Uh, it had been so long that I had forgotten most of the details besides the major plot of the game and so it it was almost like playing it again for the first time
1: right You're welcome. We're going to finish it. Yeah, I can see that. Like, uh, having, having dipped it a little into the second half of the, of the game for the, you know, just trying to, trying to get it as, as ahead as I can with uh, the the limited Mm -hmm. time available. Um, I could see running out of steam around Reading or Broken Hills just with like, it's kind of taking a step backward, you know, whereas New Reno is really this like big escalation upward. You know, yeah. like it's like you're going back to like rinky dink little towns. And like,
0: there's nothing, there's nowhere to go. Yeah. Like uh Redding and Broken Hills, Broken Hills both have an, a central ideal idea around yeah. them that is very interesting, but the uh, side questery around them gets a little bit tire, tiresome. Yeah. And I, I feel bad uh saying it, but between new Reno and uh, the next major civilization area between NCR um, there's and between NCR and San Francisco, those are the three cities left.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, kind of the same way Fallout One did. The kind of dungeon
3: Blech. areas
0: are not very exciting in this game. Yeah. There are neat things that happen in them, mm-hmm. but you have to really work for them. Yeah, and they are they are combat. They are dungeons.
1: Yeah, so it's necropolis all the way down.
0: Yeah. Yep. And mm. they especially if you're going to choose one of them to do the uh, the uh, SAD. I think is the, the name of the Sierra Army Depot. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Is the
0: one of the two to do rather than the uh, the military base. Yeah.
1: I have, but, I, have um, I have all of the areas written on the whiteboard next to my desk, and as I, I go through them I wipe, I cross them off or I wipe them out so I can tell how much I have left to go.
0: They're they're very combaty And as somebody who likes the, the combat in Fallout, like I, I enjoy playing them, but they are not uh, not so good for the theming and world building and writing yeah. of a game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh huh. So that's all the responses that we have about Fallout Two itself. Um, carrying some stuff over from what we do on Bonfire Side Chat, if we have uh, less than a uh, huge turnout, which not a problem. Uh, like just just throw in a little just funnin, right? Yeah. Sometimes we're just funnin. Yeah, just funnin. Um, so <laughs> Ryan writes in, and he st- he started out with uh, with you know just like complimenting us and saying hey, you know found you through blah blah blah, and I enjoy hearing Cole talk about how. He doesn't uh, allow electronics into his bathroom, etc., and on down the line. Um, but uh, he kind of gets into the body uh, of, his, of his message with an apology, which apologizing too much is my game, Ryan. <laughs> uh, so he said, I had a comment and a quick question, and then I'll be out of your hair. Be warned, though, I'm about to use the douchiest phrase a human being can express, but it helps get my point across. I've put it in caps so you can skip over it if you want. Nope, I'm going to lean into it, Ryan. As a composer for video games, I love that you guys often dedicate some time in each episode to the soundtrack of whatever game you're doing that week, either by editing some music into the episode itself or just by chatting about the different tracks you like. Your music and sound app was one of my favorites. I've loved uh, game music since I was a kid, and since I decided to make a career of it instead of uh, making the world a better place, (laughs) No, Um, (laughs) it's awesome to hear you guys give it some love every now and then. That's a huge part of any game experience, good or bad. And a lot of the time it gets glossed over in reviews and discussions. Keep it up. Um, And then he (laughs) finishes out with a question. Uh, I also had a quick question. In several episodes, you guys mentioned your hatred of games made by Rare especially Banjo-Kazooie and the like. I'm about Cole's age and had an N64 as a kid, so I grew up on GoldenEye, Perfect Dark, and Donkey Kong 64. Rare made uh, most of my favorite games as a kid, and while I agree that the company is kind of a shambles nowadays, uh, what was uh, what was it that you didn't like about their stuff back then? Keep in mind, I'm not one of those people who's threatened when someone doesn't like a thing I like, but uh, also your opinions are ugly and wrong, and I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah thank you yeah. thank you ryan yeah first Thanks, it's ryan. awesome that you compose uh compose stuff for games yeah, let, us, it's, let me know some of the stuff you've done I'd like i would like love play that it. uh it's a, what a what a fun
0: window into because that's what you know i would love to do that as a living mm-hmm. what a what a window into uh you know because you're like oh i instead of making the world a better place like i wonder if i had that job if i would be miserable <laughs> <laughs> like probably because i am who i am <laughs> um but that like that sounds great i would love to do that that's congratulations that's yeah. that's awesome living the dream. Um, also it's funny that we did not talk about the music at all during this episode yeah. in which you're congratulating us for, for yeah. doing so it's a it's um, a bunch of
1: slide guitar and like you know drums
0: Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's mark it's mark morgan ambient music which i think he's you know about as good as it gets for that mm. but it's never going to be my favorite thing right um as far as adding the music into the episode it's like i feel like that's really i mean the. You know, who knows? I'm not necessarily speaking for both of us, but I really like to break things up a little bit. Yeah. I think that having a, an instrumental break in the middle of two white guys talking about video games is really helpful Yeah, to kind of just, uh, you know, give you a rest.
1: Yeah. You know? And like that might be a topic for a Woff tracks, like the documentary portion. Like, why do we make some of the decisions we make when we added stuff together? But yeah. like that, like that's something that we hit upon pretty early on. It's in the first episode. Like oh, is uh, it?
0: yeah. Yeah, everything that um and I, I don't Oh yeah, no I like the walk
1: tracks, yeah, but Oh no, yeah, yeah. it's on
0: the walk tracks. <laughs> but in the very in the Mega Man X episode, I'm not saying it to take credit for it because it's got, you know, some people probably don't like it. But the first episode has the the theme song cross-fading into the music from the game mm-hmm. and then breaks from music of the game
3: mm-hmm.
0: coming at, at regular intervals. So yeah. it's something that that I wanted to do from the start just because I like breaking it up. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, and then, you know, we kept doing it and then we also yeah. started doing some more stuff with, uh, I think you were the first person to introduce, uh, having relevant like mood music under the discussion of a thing.
1: Yeah. Like with the silent Hill episode, I was yeah. really, really, proud of that. And like, yeah. that's, that's something I'm happy we've, we've carried forward. Um, so
0: those are, those are the two tricks. Like, yeah. Those are the two things that, I, and they both serve different purposes and mm-hmm. I'm happy that they both exist. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you for noticing.
2: Mm-hmm. So yes.
0: like, uh, it's, it's nice to see somebody who's in a business or who is astutely attuned to something, um, notice some inside baseball, you know, cause, uh, whenever you listen to something, there are decisions that go into mm-hmm. everything that seems incidental and natural. Right. So, um, to answer your question, um, yeah, cool. Why don't you go first?
1: Yeah. So, um, I love to meet some golden eye, um, you know, played a lot of that probably far later than I should have. It probably, you know, it, it stayed in the rotation pretty much until halo came out just in terms of i have this appliance that is an immediate fun machine for when i have more than two people in a room um so that was good and that hit at you know roughly the right time for me um in terms of like the platformers and stuff like it was just never my speed like i rented banjo kazooie uh you know because that's what you did in the late 90s when you were a kid was was rent games and it it was you know it was it was pretty well hyped but i just kind of didn't get it And like, I didn't really like the aesthetic of it that much, like even back then, you know, and in that way that I am very want to say, oh, this thing is not for me versus it's bad. And then that quickly evolves into, if I say things suck, if I say things sucks, it really just means I'm saying thing, not for me. That's probably what's there. Uh, Whereas in, you know, like for, for certain things, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, like Donkey Kong sixty four. I can pretty much say that is not good. But yeah, I think it's an mm-hmm. aesthetics thing, and just kind of uh they focused on the genre that was really not my my my, my speed.
0: Yeah, um, I played Goldeneye as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, around the same time when it was new, but I was a little bit older um, and I enjoyed it. But it's Goldeneye is one of those situations where I think that it is entirely based on. You know the platform.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I don't think anyone would argue that that's better than say, like, Quick Three, mm-hmm. um, or uh, Quick Two, or whichever one was concurrent with that. Like, that's a better experience for a multiplayer game. Like, you can't do it on the couch the same way, but it just plays better.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And now that you can do that on the couch, like, I just feel like it's been obsoleted uh, quite a bit. Like, I yeah, yeah. I have a hard time playing Golden now. now. Um, and the best WAF experiences are the ones that I go back to and and find, oh, this is still great. You know, um, there's a place for nostalgia, but I like uh, I like it when it's defeated as well. Um, the platformers, I, you know, 3D platformers are never going to be my favorite thing. And if it makes you feel any better, I would extend the same kind of derision to Donkey Kong 64 as I would say, like Spyro mm-hmm. or Crash Bandicoot. Like, I don't yeah, think those are very yeah. good games. Um, collectathon. Rock. Yeah. Yeah, or croc or blinks or um, you know, the the uh like a 3D platform, mascot platformer, they tend to just kinda of be collectathons. And I mm-hmm. feel like Mario games, the reason why those are such great platformers, um, is because they're always about discovering something new.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, but you can play through uh you know, maybe a Donkey Kong uh level introduces minecarts or something, but it mm-hmm. doesn't uh it doesn't feel fun and new to me. Yeah. The same way, say like a cape would. And, uh, it's, it's, it's
1: it's commoditized exploration. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's quantified entirely as opposed to just being like, let's show you a new thing because, uh, you know, as much as I don't like uh, Mario 64 that much, um, I love the Mario galaxy games Mm -hmm. and it's because every single world is like, here's a concept and an amazing thing to see and do. Mm -hmm. It feels great. And it look you know, it looks different than anything you've done before. You know, like it's a very good way of like hitting that childlike wonder button. Mm-hmm. That works really well with a 3D platformer, where it's not necessarily about your reflexes. It's just about, uh, you know, exposing you to something new. And I never felt like the rare games did that. Right. Um, you know, the, the the platformers, like they just, you know, again that collecting thing, that collecting uh, mechanic, and emphasis. Yeah, feels icky. Um, yeah, hate is too strong a word. Like, I mean, if, if I hate like, the Crash Bandicoot games, are worse. Than yeah. than uh, <laughs> you know than Banjo Kazooie, yeah.
3: um,
0: but uh, Banjo Kazooie is just an easy target. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, and you know, if if your question is why do you guys have a strong opinion about X or Y, uh, like it, it's probably a pretty safe, like you know, greater than one half chance we're playing it up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it's a thing that we know gets a rise. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. There's, there's a little bit of that, and then also like I'm a generally curmudgeonly person.
2: Yeah.
0: So, you know, I uh, things have to win me over. I think things are bad until I think they're good, not yeah. the other way around. Yeah. So um, let's, let's each say something nice about a rare game.
1: Okay. Um, let's see here. I was about ready to compliment uh, The Lost Vikings. <laughs> 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 Whoops. <laughs>
0: Interplay is not on trial here, my friend.
1: No, no. That's uh, uh, Blizzard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I think
0: Interplay published it. Oh. Um, Interplay is involved in some way in The Lost Vikings, I think.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so let's uh, let's 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 see here. Mm, Perfect Dark Zero made me stop paying attention to first person shooter. Oh, it's something nice. <laughs> Fuck. Um, <laughs> what is
0: that shooter? That Blizzard shooter where you're the you're like essentially the protagonist from uh, Full Throttle, running oh, around.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, they're, they're yeah. Like, I can't believe I'm forgetting the name of that game. That's not a yeah. bad game. We're not. But,
1: Yeah, we're, we're, Blizzard's not on trial here. No, no, so like something, something nice about it, like, uh, Diddy Kong Racing, actually pretty good. God damn it, sorry. (laughs) 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 No, like the the boats and the planes and shit, and just kind of like adding texture, uh, you know, we did a, we did a whole like event around how much we love Mario Kart, and just the way that they one-upped it is really cool.
0: Yeah. What, what Cole said? I don't have <laughs> anything else to add.
2: <laughs>
0: well, I <laughs> didn't want to cool. just say,
1: like, I didn't want to just say, yeah, Goldeneye's pretty cool after I gave that rousing defense of Goldeneye. So. <laughs> yeah, but Goldeneye's not cool if you play it now. <laughs> I like, know. It's only fun at the time. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, Diddy Kong Racing is good. Yeah. We, I don't think we ever bashed that, so.
1: Yeah. First appearance of, uh, Conker. Yeah. Whoops.
0: Well, I don't care. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: I Don't care about Conker or his bad fur day. It's, um. Yeah. So that, that game's supposed to be fun. I've never played it, but I'm turned off by the opera singing pile of shit. Yeah. There's like a certain level of juvenilia that I can't, you
1: know, get over. Yeah.
0: You Com- know, people like that game. It's supposed to be great.
1: Covering innocent farmers with the shit. Hey, okay. Singing.
0: <laughs> yeah. What does <is> hate farmers? <laughs> Ever since daylight savings time, I'm I just blow up Modoc yeah. whenever I get a chance. <laughs> But
1: oh man, taking away my sunlight, yeah, like I'm going to enjoy that. Don't
0: extra. steal my sunshine <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, farmers,
3: uh, doc, don't you? Just steal my sunshine God
1: From the soundtrack to what was it like nah. Wow why
0: don't, why don't they call that music? <laughs>
1: yeah um. <laughs> why don't they call that music It's like that's a that's a wonderful name for like an industrial act like a like a collective yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like wow why don't they call that music yeah
0: that's a good name for an industrial collective yeah if you're interested in enjoying ryan or <laughs> if anyone else listening has anything to say about fallout 2 or anything at all yep um if you want to be included in our just fun and we'd love to like hear just like random questions yeah um go to duckfeed.tv forward slash contact
1: yeah it's good times. Just mm-hmm. funnin' around. We was only funnin'. But yeah. secretly we thought you had it comin'. So, I know that prince. <laughs> there we go. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But uh but yeah. Uh so we gave the we gave the contact. Uh check out the other uh stuff on the network. Uh we gave that whole spiel and it's really late and I need to go to bed so goddamn desperately. Um <laughs> I've been drinking too much during this
0: episode. So yeah. I need to go to bed as well. I apologize <laughs> for any word slurring that I did during this episode or last one. I just, rough day at work, I poured myself a very stiff drink, slightly <laughs> too stiff. <laughs> And uh, I know it's if I listen to podcast and people are drinking, it's annoying. So I'm sorry <laughs> if it is annoying to you.
1: Uh, um, oh well. So. But uh, but yeah, mm. um, you know, support the network. Just keep doing what you're doing. We love you. So yes. yeah. And it's time for us to pass out. It is time for us to pass out. Uh, so here are some deleted scenes. Yes. Hello. Hey. Hey. Sorry about that. No problem.
0: Technical difficulty.
1: As you do. <sighs> As is done, as is done. Not you in particular. I'm usually the <clears> one <throat> with the tech, with the tech uh, hesitations. That's probably true. Yeah. However, this one is was not even a tech problem.
0: I just forgot that I had unplugged my microphone. Huh. So.
1: pretty big problem, but easy to solve. Easy to solve. Yeah. Yeah. How were your strips? Ah, uh, they were pretty good. Yeah. Got a couple strips. Got a couple jalapeno poppers. Hmm. What kind of what kind of strips are we talking about here? Well, like chick, well, what kind of strips, chick strips, chick strips, yes, Ch- chicken strips. I like chick tracks. They're a little bit yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 have about four of them and then you all of a sudden hate Catholics.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, I've been trying to cure myself of my dungeons and dragons. Yeah.
1: Addiction yeah. Yeah. by yeah. having chick strips. Your character is technically still on life support, so you don't have to kill yourself. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, they're pretty decent. Mm-hmm. They they eat like a meal, like they're mm-hmm. they're big. They do healthy strips.
1: Yeah,
0: at the old uh, the old Fred Meyer for all their other failings.
1: Hmm. Healthy uh, healthy these strips. Uh, these deli strips. Yeah, deli strips. Okay,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Not my, you know. There you can have a better, obviously a better strip. Yeah. But for a recording day, mm-hmm. if I don't need something before we record them and be super miserable. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I'm came working. right
1: from work, so yeah, I wouldn't ask you. That's to do the that. strip jamming. Yep, gotta you gotta protein up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I need protein. Yeah. I was fucking pissed off. So I went grocery shopping like a week and a half ago because I live in the Midwest and I can just like stock up like I'm going on the fucking, uh, uh Oregon Trail. Yeah. And I pre cook all my meals, right? So, you know, yep. uh, I will, I will just, uh, cook a fuckload of chicken breasts and, you know, have those with some spinach and almonds and blah, blah, blah. On and on down the line. Well, mm-hmm. I got too much freezer meat. And my freezer door would not close and I didn't pay mm-hmm. attention to this and didn't realize it overnight. So I oh, lost, I sucks. lost a freezer full of food. That sucks. Yeah. Like freshly bought food too. So, yeah, that sucks. so yeah, I was, I was just like, I was as angry as could be. And it was like, Oh, you know, it's just a little, it's just a little airborne. It's still good. Yeah. It's still good. But like I opened up, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, okay, I'll <laughs> let it freeze again. And let's, let, let's assess the damage from there. It's like, well, the ground beef that i Froze is gray and yeah. and this chicken stinks even though it's frozen. So I'm probably gonna die if I eat this. So
0: well, Yeah, don't um <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have refroze it. Yeah. Like it would I would just give it the uh the good old smell yeah. test there. The uh yeah, it's still airborne, it's still good it's still the good. The
1: food safety. Yeah, like, definitely yeah, no, like, yeah. I, like if I find out that a can of black beans is dented, like, if I didn't inspect it in the store, I'll throw it out. But I was just so in disarray about that. that Yeah, I was that's like, a
0: lot of, and meat's expensive. Yeah, yeah. It's expensive of the foods you can buy, mm-hmm. so. Yeah,
1: and I, I consist primarily on meat, so yeah. it's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's rough. Yeah. That's, that's unfortunate. I've,
0: I've left out a bag of groceries before, mm-hmm. um, and it's a similar kind of feeling. Yeah. You know, like, oh, there's a lot of waste. Also, I have poor kid waste aversion oh yeah so i don't
1: uh i don't want to waste anything mm-hmm.
0: yeah, and i pay for it my damn self like a grown-ass adult <laughs>
1: yeah so it's also course. just like oh it's
0: the, those are my money's going away <laughs> It's like
1: well damn it you know like yeah i feel bad if i buy produce like i've got i've got a bell pepper that's slowly uh getting yeah. kind of wrinkly and it's like damn it and like I, I recognize that it's only 89 cents but like that yep. was going to go in some chili that i just didn't have the yep. wherewithal to cook when i was um so one thing
0: if you find a like it especially i mean i don't know whether they have these in your land but <laughs> um i find that the frozen vegetables at uh trader joe's are really good like uh, they tend to be really reasonably priced yeah and still you know maintain their flavor and nutrition fairly well mm-hmm. um and then uh the other thing is when i was doing that community support agriculture thing yeah for a while that was a really like a real wake-up call for like you know fresh vegetables because th- that stuff goes bad quick that simpson's yeah. joke where um he buys the organic vegetables and it's like you know, $600 and it's just rotting as they, she passes across (laughs) the scanner. Like that's not that far from the truth. You get like a day with lettuce Mm -hmm. with that stuff, like no more than 24 hours. It's like a Logan's run for, yeah, for all. No, no.
1: And my grocery shopping habits do not, do not very well support fresh produce. Like I'll buy the gigantic thing of, uh, like earth, earthbound farms. Um, you know, on it, uh, um, baby mm. spinach. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, it's good for about four days.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. and it's cause you don't want to spend all of your fucking time cooking. Yeah. Like, I don't know how anybody, you know, like I, I enjoy cooking. I it's
1: don't know great. how anybody has time I love it. to do yeah. it. Like
0: there are people who make a meal every night. That's crazy mm-hmm. to me. Like it is going to take two hours out of my day to cook. Yeah. So I, I also do the same thing. I do all my cooking at once.
1: Yeah.
0: Or I don't cook. So that's why I I drink uh, protein shakes in the morning, and uh,
1: you know, jam and strips, yeah, jam strips. Yeah, Yeah. I've been I've been a fucking delinquent with my breakfast lately. I've been uh, um, putting unfrosted shredded wheat in a in a Ziploc bag and grabbing a Coke Zero, like in lieu of actually sitting down and eating Mm. only like a grown ass man. Like, and I just like jam them in the car, so it's it's Coke Zero (laughs) instead of coffee, and and uh, you know, a bag of shredded wheat. But gets
0: you through the day, man. Like yeah, it's just I know. yeah. Whatever. It's too. It's too hard to. <laughs> just,
1: the uh, just life's it, a struggle.
0: Yeah, everything is too hard. Yeah. Elizabeth and I were talking about, um, or we are on a road trip and we are doing Woody Rathers from the mm-hmm. internet as a road game. Yeah. And one of them was, would you rather have an extra hour every day? Mm-hmm. So for you, days Tempting. are twenty-five hours long. Tempting. Or you just get forty dollars every day. Oh shit. And I realized with forty dollars every day that is not very much less than than I actually make mm-hmm. so I would take that and take an extra eight hours every day yeah. from from quitting my job um so that would be amazing but the idea of just having that extra hour a day even if it was dedicated like you can have an extra hour a day but it has to be used for cleaning and improve my quality of life immensely
1: uh, oh okay so, so, so what was that you said an extra hour a day has to be used for cleaning
0: well even if I had those caveats
1: oh yeah like, so like yeah, cooking or cleaning or any of those things would yeah. you
0: know really improve my life mm-hmm you know, it's just a little
1: time. Yeah, yeah. No, if it was like a monkey paw, you know, monkey's paw thing, where it was like, well, yeah. probably, but you have to do, you know, you have to do the most miserable thing. Like, yeah, if it was like yeah. you get
0: an extra hour a day, but you can only use it to less children. Like I wouldn't be <laughs> <Yeah>. into that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, shit.
1: <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. yeah it's
0: The last eleven thirty. Oh Jesus. Yeah.
1: Um, no, and 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 that's where it gets gross. Like thinking about, you know, I I, I calculated my <laughs> hourly rate. Just to figure, just to figure out how much of my company's time I'm wasting when I'm, you know, farting around or just talking to people and you know doing general research and everything, and like that's that 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 is a gross calculation, and I don't, I, I, that that does not sit well with me because yeah, t-
0: time for money is a bad yeah, because, bad thing. money be- money is a as much as it is a hippie mm-hmm. concept that is gross. Money is a corrupting force, and mm-hmm. in- involving commerce and things does make it bad. Yeah, that, that is an inarguable truth. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I mean, I just I can't come to any other conclusion. Mm-hmm.
1: But but then I start you know like you know expanding upon that. So if I make, I don't want to say how much I make, uh, in case that gets into gets into an extra so. But if I make you know a certain number of dollars per hour, and if I extract that to this is how much I could potentially make in a year. And then it gets into like, oh, it all happens in cycles. You know, during these ten hours a day that I'm working, I am re- recharging this meter, and everything everything else around that is subtracting from it. Like, yeah, like but that just, meter
0: you know, is is garbage. Oh yeah, <laughs> like what, is, what is that meter good for? Nothing. Uh, yeah, you know, like you're like, or what what are you going to do with that money, Cole? Hmm. Nothing. Well, you know, buy you- buy nicer furniture that, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that that isn't I mean, from IKEA. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Like that. That's that's the you know buy wooden furniture. Yeah, and and that's it. Like that's there's, a, there's there's just, such a there's such a high limit on improving your quality of life. I feel yeah. like, or not high limit, low limit. Yeah, there's such a low ceiling on meaningful improvements to uh-huh. your life that like when you start adding a dollar value to your mm-hmm. to your rate. Yeah, you know I, I have no like I have no interest in um this way, you know I'm <clears throat> I've been going through a several years long crisis of of job hatred that's really uh. Flaring up right now in a, in a particularly bad way,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and I had that. You know, every once in a while, I'm like, I need to just learn a fucking skill that is just very dependable, so I can get out of here. And I was like, Well, what if I dialed back on some of my podcast and you know put my head down at work and then spend my free time teaching myself like Ruby on Rails or something like that? Yeah. And because uh, it's the most employable skill you can have in the world, like you can the world is your oyster if you know how to do that. Like that's every job listing I see, mm-hmm. etc. But I don't have a money problem. Right. You know, that that is a money problem. Mm-hmm. And I have I have a man of very modest taste. Like I have a happiness problem. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to be, you know, I don't need that kind of security and I don't need that kind of income. Right. I just need to do something that I don't hate. That is all <laughs> I want.
1: Yeah. All I want. Have you have you done any coding? Like have you done uh like Code Academy or whatever? No. No? Rails no. Rails is super easy.
0: Yeah, I'm sure I could. I mean, I'm sure I could do it. And I you're have a mind. Guy.
1: You're a smart guy, like you.
0: I have a you're. I have a good mind for Boolean logic, mm-hmm. and I and I understand. Uh, I think I could. Yeah. Um, the trick, I mean, the thing is, is like, yes, I could double my my you know salary or mm-hmm. like the amount of money I have or more. However, I don't really want that. Like, that's not what I'm interested in doing. You know, right. like money is not a problem for me. I live in a really cheap apartment that mm-hmm. I'm satisfied with. I mean, this may change at some point. I might have a family to support or something like that, but. The, um, you know, right now it's like, I just don't want to be doing, and I don't think I'd necessarily be happier doing that. Right. You know? And maybe I would like, it's, it's something that's that's been on the table for a little while as far as, you know, something needs to change. But the, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just that like, that's so much harder to get. I mean, it's, it's a dumb cliche. Like I'm not trying to be John Lennon here and say like, you know, happiness is the greatest resource, (laughs) but it's just, it's... it's especially in my line of work when I'm, Standing at the gatekeeper at a church to greed mm-hmm. essentially and and just watching people you know with those kind of priorities, it's just crazy to me,
1: yeah, crazy yeah it's uh so so I'm gonna make a podcast recommendation. it is on the five by five network um it was inspired Whoa. by uh, oh there we was, go um, <laughs> yeah um, it, it, it was inspired by a series of back to work episodes but uh but Merlin man is not involved, so you can breathe a sigh of relief. Um, It's hosted by Dan Benjamin. It's a call-in show, and it's called "Quit." Mm -hmm. It's just "Quit" with an exclamation mark. So we will like it um, because we like exclamation marks at the end of our shows. That's true. Um, Have you noticed that I enforced that? Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) It's It's not just that. Like I've I've put it in Abject Suffering and in Check It Out, Comrade. Yeah. Which, like, yeah, I had the the naming for. I think the pitch is the only maybe the only show that doesn't have. The pitch and the level are the only two that don't have exclamation points. Yeah, bonfire
1: chat, but yeah, those, very- those damn Ross kids as well. That doesn't have a, an exclamation mark, although it should.
0: Yeah, that seems like it would ma- like the pitch <laughs> would wouldn't work with it, but those those damn Ross kids would.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, but no, it's it's called quit, and it's like a call in show. Uh, originally, it started as like okay, five o'clock on a Friday. Let's have people call in and just like explain why they hate their jobs and talk about their plans for the future, about starting their own thing or. Uh, you know, like just trying to make a better, a better way for themselves. They have like interviews with stuff, you know, it may be a little too self-helpy, uh, f- you know, for, for, for your particular taste and in that way that I have a tolerance for that stuff and don't notice it in the way that you do. But, um, yeah,
0: but I like, I like commiserating. Like
1: yeah. I like, I like listening to people. Yeah. And you can, and you can hear people with like way shittier plans than you have.
0: Totally. Yeah. Or, like, or just shittier situations too. Yeah. And that can sometimes help.
1: Like like people who you know are like wanting to stop being a lawyer when they have a wife and five kids and a mortgage yeah. and four car payments and stuff. Yeah. Like I want to go paint. And It's like D- no, no. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Well, that, that's yeah. That's the thing too. Like there's there's a weird, um, I don't know. I don't know what the the name of it is. Um, but like I've had like this this idea in my mind for a long time. That's a fallacy. That is. Uh, like the credit that you should get for for modesty or moderation, mm-hmm. or like modest. So like, the example I always use was, you know, everyone is is saying, you know, like a classic like thought game would be, you know, you're in front of some kind of omnipotent deity, mm-hmm. and you can ask for any superpower you want. Right. And in my mind, for some reason, I have this idea that if I don't ask for much, it is more likely to be granted, mm-hmm. even though that's not a writer and that's not the point of the game. The the point of the game the is the opposite of that is to push yourself to an extreme and I can't bring myself to do that and I have that in terms of employment too in that like the fact that I don't need you know any more money than I'm making now and I make very little money Mm -hmm. you know and the fact that I'm not uh you know I like having benefits for my life-saving medication Mm -hmm. I like making you know I I could make less money than I make now but not too much less and other than that anything goes right and I have this fallacy where I feel like that should entitle me to more um mm. even though it doesn't like yeah. it doesn't really open up anything
1: it's a yeah like, it's a certain level of magical thinking which yeah i entirely understand
0: yeah it's 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 faulty it's it's something i should divest myself of mm-hmm. because and, and the the ironic thing is a lot of the things that i would want to do actually would you know do pay better
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's just kind of you know which is fine like yeah. i'm not going to turn down extra money like your lifestyle expands to fit the space allow it allowed it
1: yeah goldfish rule
0: yeah but the uh Yeah, that's just kind of a, it'll be interesting to, it's interesting to hear that because I think about, um, that painter or lawyer guy who has, has none of that moderation. Like he's got all of this kind of extravagance, both material Mm -hmm. and familial, um, which doesn't allow him that. So when I hear that, I just think like, that guy's not Mm -hmm. following my modesty rule at all, (laughs) which is not a rule and is not even a thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, which is. (laughs) <laughs> which yeah. which is some kind of just weird, uh, like it feels like a cousin of the sunk cost fallacy a little bit. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, And, yeah. It, which, it's it's not a it's not a good way of thinking. Yeah, I, not I,
1: I, 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 no, no, and I and I feel bad ascribing a fallacy to a way that you see the world. That is, it's definitely it's definitely, not yeah, a wrong way to
0: see the world. Like yeah. my life is a living example that I'm wrong. Like yeah. my life is, my life is the exhibit A that most of the things I think are wrong.